Hey, welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers podcast. Here's a phrase that I never really thought I would hear myself saying. Here, kitty, kitty. Well, never say never. I don't think I ever said never, but... I would probably say fairly just over the course of my life that I have been inclined to be the pet owner of of dogs more than cats. However, when I was quite young, someone had given my dad a cat that got pregnant and it led to uh, we lived out in a place where we had, you know, a good chunk of land behind us and what have you. And uh, it led to 32 cats that were loved and well taken care of for a short period of time. However, I haven't really had any cats in my life since then. So let's dial back just a little bit so I can get you up to speed on this story because it really is a really sweet story. If you're not a cat lover, hang on with me because um, it's really a, a story about love and and animals, period. And the good that they bring into our lives and the goodness that they deserve. We, uh, my husband and I, um, have a very rambunctious dog and we're not looking for anything else to love on. But uh, my husband had noticed and then I did as well that there was a cat hanging out by our house and the cat looked to be quite young and like it needed some attention. Um, definitely feral. And it would hang out by the back wheels of his truck. And when it saw us pull in, it, you know, it would take off and run and hide somewhere. Anyway, um, when he actually pointed out what he had noticed and I said, oh yes, I've seen that cat and I saw it just a moment ago. Um, I said, can we feed it? It, you, you know, once you lay your eyes on something that needs some love, I don't know how you don't address it. I know what that could possibly mean when you do reach out and take care of something. Um, but uh, we didn't know if it was a he or a she, but this really beautiful, pretty, pretty calico kitten, um, cat, kitten, um, needed some nummies. So um, we got some cat food and we put it out front near sort of where the cars are uh, and left and would watch through the window that this cat would come up and eat. Well, um, this went on for a little bit and our hearts were so tugged towards this cat. So my husband started this process of going out and putting the food and then sitting on the front porch and the cat would really study him like, okay, so what are you doing there? My food's there at your feet or not too far. So, um, what are you wanting me to come over and eat while you're sitting there? And, you know, there's, he left a pretty good distance just to start the process. Well, you can see where this goes. It, she or he came over and, um, 
started eating and I would watch through the window and this little cat's eyes would look up at my husband and he just kept his head out. He didn't look at her. He didn't put any pressure on her. Well, over time, he moved the bowl closer to his feet and she would be okay. We didn't know she was a she at the time, but um, she would be okay with that. And then um, he would let his hand hang down with a little bit of um, cat food, juice food, nummies left on it. And she would smell it. And then this process went on, you know, probably for a good two months. And um, she was very, very timid. Um, we didn't know, like I mentioned, that she was a he or a she. So we decided, well, you know, she's kind of adopted us. So, um, or he or she has. So we chose to, came up with, talked about a couple of different names that could kind of be taken either way. Should we be able to actually get a hold of her someday and note that she was a female or, or not. But so we, uh, named this cat Charlie, um, and, uh, thinking that if it, at first we kind of thought it was a boy. So thinking that it likely could be a boy, we had, that was just a cute name and we loved the way it sounded. But, um, but also if it were a girl, we thought that was cute too, to have a cat named Charlie that was a girl. Um, maybe Charlotte that had to just shorten things, toughen things up a bit. But, um, one day I was out uh, taking that spot that my husband had created to go ahead and take care of the cat and feed um, feed it. And uh, he had had to go out of town for um, his brother's services. I think some of you may remember me sharing that with you that we lost his brother uh, back in December. So I had to take over the duties and, uh, I was worried that she, um, wouldn't respond to me because I would get the look when I brought food out occasionally instead of him, I totally could tell she was saying, so where's the other guy? Um, she just was used to him and didn't really want to deal with me necessarily. So, um, I, took over the responsibilities and she took to me too and let me pet her and would sort of wrap around my legs. Anyway, that three, four five day period, whatever it was, I was now hooked. And, uh, a couple days before the holiday season, I think if I have my dates correct, I thought her belly looked a little or its belly looked a little, big and and I said to my husband did she have a lot of nummies just now or I think her belly looks big he goes yeah I noticed that too well said kitty kitty uh was gonna have babies so our um our little apprehensive relationship with this cat sort of blew up on us in a wonderful way. So um, we, it was chilly and we have um, a, a, a old camper um, that my husband was refurbishing in our garage. And when I say refurbishing, really just tinkering, it was just a, it's a s- slow process. 
um, for him and uh, since his injuries, but um, which I think some of you may know about and maybe you don't, but um, he, we made a home for her inside this um, camper and it was sort of like the kitty condo. <clears throat> so lo and behold, she had six kittens on February the 11th and oh my goodness y'all I know I know no matter whether you are a cat quote-unquote person or not when you see the faces of six kittens butter it turns you into butter I have never seen anything so cute and precious in all my life. They are just little furry angels that came to be with us. So um, this process, we knew we couldn't keep all of them. If we lived out on a big piece of property or something, or not even that big, but I mean, if we just didn't live in the city, we probably would keep every single one. Um, but uh, I, we started the process of just contemplating what this would mean, who we, who might could take them um, in a shelter of sorts. I did very little research. We were just taken with them. And spent a lot of time with them, wanting to make sure they were socialized. And over the course of this time, Charlie has become more socialized and and sort of cries for me to hold her. There's a certain way she wants to be held. Uh, but uh, this process has just been the loveliest process ever of raising these kittens or, or helping her do that. And helping wean them off of mother's milk and... Um, it's just been a delight to care for these animals. So they approach the uh, period of time where they can possibly be adopted out to uh, family or friends or what have you. And I put them on Facebook and I got a slew of responses. But in the meantime, I got a response from um, my friend, um, Katie, Katie, uh, Katie, I don't think she mind me saying Katie Frederick. She reached out to me and she is um, a foster parent and does volunteer work with AAWL. I don't know if you y'all know what that is, but it's um, Arizona Animal Welfare League and SPCA. I'll explain that later. Um, but they um, are the Arizona's oldest and largest no-kill shelter. And what that essentially means is that they will not, if the animal can be treated, if it's healthy, if it's not terminally ill, and it isn't a threat to a human being for some reason, um, they will keep those animals even if their shelter is full. So they figure out ways. They have, um, I'm sure, a ton of connections. So... Um, I had known for a good while just by following Katie on social media and, and knowing her um, that she um, was uh, a foster parent. But so she started exchanging with me and um, told me the process of what they do at um, AAWL. So this 
past Thursday. I'm getting a little verklempt, but it's the best kind. Um, we have um, a gal that did come and see them. That's a friend of a friend of mine. And they had lost their pet and were ready for bringing another one into their home. So they're one that, there is one kitty that got spoken for that we know will go to hang out with a sweet little girl and her family. But, um, and then we, uh, of course, can't let go of all of them. So we're going to keep two. But the other three kitties um, went last Thursday to AAWL. And y'all, I've got to tell you, I had to give, uh, dedicate it to, dedicate an episode on the podcast to them because just what a great facility. We didn't see it all because of COVID. Um, you know, they just, it's by appointment only and they just um, are going to minimize um, the traffic, I'm guessing. But it's just beautiful facility in terms of their thoughtfulness. And um, you can tell by the spaces that they have for dog runs and people to play with the animals and the um, the kennels. It's just a really well-ran space. So I just wanted to give them a nod. I was looking at their mission statement and um, it says the mission of AAWL slash SPCA is to provide excellent care, protection, and loving compassion for the life of the animals entrusted to us and to take a leadership role in promoting humane values for the benefit of all animals and people. And I just said a big fat amen to that. And that is um, exactly our experience with them. So we they took the kittens and tested them to make sure um, that they were healthy. And there's a, a couple of tests, I believe they give them. And so you kind of wait for that. And um, <clears throat> healthy in terms of particularly a virus that um, I believe kittens can have. Um, and it is a, a virus that is linked to leukemia. And don't quote me on that. But it is not a good virus to have. And um, they likely would not accept the kittens in for that reason because it would they they will probably not survive long if they have it anyway so they test for that um but uh there is a $25 intake charge to you know they are a um a, a nonprofit so um they're covering some of their expenses but if you are challenged financially they can waive that also in some circumstances for instance we are keeping um the mama and we did ask if there was any assistance in getting her spayed and and they uh were able to to lead us to a place where that was much more affordable and can give out coupons um in some cases so that's not across the board but they were very kind and generous with us um, they, um, the, the, you can adopt from there, obviously. And so once the animal has been, um, 
updated or given their shots if they haven't received them yet and updated on their medical care. They also get a chip and they also get spayed and neutered. They're also cared for and socialized and just, um, I would think it would be kind of like some counseling (laughs) for animals where they're just given the attention that they had maybe lacked. Um, And they're all ready to be taken home and placed in a loving home. So I had had dreams about letting these cats go that I just really was nervous about wanting to make sure that they were cared for. And um, I am just someone who doesn't do well with saying goodbye to things that I love. I think it's probably pretty common, but I really peg out on the meter scale on that. And I cried and uh, like my nose is getting red right now, just thinking about it. I'm just a super, super big, fat, tender heart. And I hated to let them go. But at the same time, I felt so good about where I was taking them to. So I want to just encourage you guys, if you're in a spot for an animal that you want to love on, this is the time. I know through the season of COVID, we've all been uh, put through the ringer. And what a a lovely opportunity to share love and receive love. If you have the ability to care for an animal, I just encourage you to go and hang out down there. And and also, Jonathan and I are even contemplating. I can't believe I'm saying this. I've just been so impressed with this place and with my friend, Miss Katie. Um, we are contemplating um, seeing what the process would be like to foster. I, I figure that if I can go ahead and we, we sort of did, you know, with Charlie, Charlie, we took Charlie, we adopted Charlie, but I mean, the process of slowly um, caring for her and what have you, we sort of know the scoop. And we even know the scoop about saying, okay, it's time to um, take these animals, whatever has been fostered um, to a place to, where they can then be put adopted into a home. So um, I am just waving the A-A-W-L flag. Oh, and the other uh, acronym. Let me see if I can. I think it had to do with animal safety. I don't remember what that. They added it to their name. Oh, I did find out some really cool information. Any of y'all who used to watch Gunsmoke? Well, the Arizona Animal Welfare League, that's hard for me to say for some reason, Arizona Animal Welfare League, there I did it, was founded in 1971 by a group of concerned animal lovers. This group was led by Amanda Blake, best known as quote unquote Miss Kitty on the television program Gunsmoke. So I don't know if you remember that. I was, that was a little bit of, um, of cool trivia but um i am sorry that i can't find what that other means i'm sorry i felt a little silly i'll find the information and i'll put it um in the notes for this episode i'm trying to scan real quick and see if i can find it um it had they joined the arizona animal welfare league um to uh 
to just give an extra support. Um, it ha- It's the protection, air, uh, animal protection um, league, maybe SPCA association. Um, anyway, I'm not going to linger because I'm sounding silly, but I will find that out and put it on there. So there's just some education, but you can go to AAWL.org and read all about it um, for yourself. But I have just been moved in and really changed by the process of um, raising these kittens. And I will say that my husband has been the champion. He is the cat whisperer now to me. And he's taken love, loving care of uh, and faithfully changing their litter boxes. I, we have like nine litter boxes out there. Um, you know, kitten size and one for mama, but they, um, are ready to be transitioned inside. You might want to give us some prayer because Miss Dixie doesn't know what to do with them. So we're going to slowly and have start slowly started to introduce Dixie to the kittens. Um, but what a lovely organization and what a lovely experience it has been for me and for Jonathan to, care for this sweet little animal that ended up carrying six other sweet little animals inside herself and then brought them into this world. I uh, can't say enough about the joy that animals bring into my life. And I think that many that are animal lovers would agree with me. But if you're on a fence, seriously, um, and you perhaps live alone or you and your family are particularly at the end of um, this proverbial rope of of isolation, though there's some um, sun peeking through uh, in restrictions and things like that um, with COVID, the COVID season that we have been in. I encourage you, you must make an appointment though, but to head down there and see what the possibilities are as well as supporting them financially. And even if you can also consider to be a foster parent. So there is my love tip for the day. Uh, It's been a joy spending time with you. We're knocking on the door here soon in just a little over a month that we've all been together for a year doing this podcast thing. And it's, it actually is another big joy of my life, right along with raising those kittens, getting a chance to spend time with you once a week. I thank you so much for that. And for the gift that you give back to me, just being listeners, it feels good. What can I say to know that there are people that want to listen to me and spend time with me. And some of my friends have said, some sweet complimentary things that that um, the podcast has a natural feel about it, that it's like sitting down and visiting with me. And I hope that that's the case as well. But I hope there's some people that you've come to meet and learn about and well as some things like today, A-A-W-L, that you can take with you and put in your cap. Um, my love to you. Until next week. Meow. <laughs>